another week of DJ football. He is the NFL Network's Daniel Jeremiah. I am Ryan Brown. DJ, what is up, man? How are you? I'm doing great, man. I'm uh, I'm trying to be like you. So I've got my drink here. I'm ready to go. Um, there we go. See, look, this is like an advertisement. I don't know right, if they're a sponsor or not. They so. are. Well, they're, oh, they're, 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 they're an us sponsor. I can tell you that. They are an us sponsor. Yeah. yeah, it's very refreshing. Good to the last drop. I think that was a coffee commercial. <laughs> uh, DJ Football presented by MyBookie.ag. Code next round when you sign up at MyBookie.ag. Get that sign-on bonus up to $200 for any deposit of $50 or more. MyBookie.ag. Code next round. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.ag. Code next round. Uh, another wild week in the NFL. Capped off with two Monday night football games. I mean, let's get this out of the way. Yeah. Uh, because it, it's it's a tough subject, obviously, but the injury to Nick Chubb as yeah. it impacts the, the uh, Cleveland Browns. I mean, first of all, just an awful injury for a really good player. You hate to see it. Yeah, and it's it's a rare uh, instance where not only is he, you know, a great running back, he's the best player on their offense. Mm -hmm. He's the leader of their team. Like there's – I don't know that you could say there's another team where the running back is a de facto, you know, leader for the team, like the guy that everybody points to. So – Man, you're losing a lot. You're losing a lot with that. And, you know, they'll replace some of the production. I mean, when you roll your back up out there and he gets 100 yards, it speaks to the quality of the offensive line. They're still going to be able to run the ball. I, I, to me, though, I think he's – it sounds hokey, Ryan, but, like, I kind of believe in, like, there's certain guys that are, like, that heart and soul player, and that that's who he is. I, I saw some speculation – that the fact that the Browns kind of are all in with Deshaun Watson, they they had you know had started one and zero in the division there, though they lose last night to Pittsburgh. That they they might be a candidate to call Indianapolis about Jonathan Taylor. Could you see something like that potentially happening with them? I guess. I mean, I think the division's pretty vulnerable right now when you look at where the Bengals are. Burrow's not mm -hmm. healthy. They're sitting zero and two. The Ravens, you know, are winning ball games, but it hasn't been the most impressive uh, thing that you know that we've seen in the league. So I think they could say, "Oh, you know, this this is capturable this year. Maybe this is a time to do it." But I don't know if you can. If there's anything you've seen from Deshaun Watson over two weeks that feels like, "Hey, in this AFC with all these quarterbacks as crowded as it is, like, do you feel like you're?" ready to go on a run with him. I, I don't know. I don't know that I would have quite the confidence in the way he's played early on to say, I'm going to, man, I've already heavily invested in this running back position. Now I'm going to, I'm going to trade for Jonathan Taylor, assuming now you're going to have to pay him. Um, you know, some of that will probably be wrapped up in what the long-term prognosis is for right. Nick Chubb. I think that, you know, when they, and I hope I don't want to even put it out there, but if, if it no, looks like this saying. is yeah. something yeah. could be, you know, a long, long, long term beyond this season, then maybe you'd be a little more emboldened to do something like that. I said this on our live show today. I applaud uh, ESPN for saying, hey, terrible replay. We're not going to show it. Yeah. I mean, it just feels like, and I know it's part of the story. I get that. Um, and and these guys are getting paid a lot of money for our entertainment, but it, it feels so invasive when I see what I know is a really bad injury, right? If it's it's a guy get made to be like, how did it happen? But if you were watching that play, you saw Fitzpatrick have to come in low there. You knew what happened. Yeah, I mean, there, were, there was no doubt what that injury was. I, you're talking to somebody with a weak stomach, so I yeah. I have no problems not seeing that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, I'm you know, look, you're talking to somebody when Mike Tyson uh, bit Evander Holyfield that I I literally fainted. No, you did not. Yeah, no, that's what people say. Like, you know, how how would you ever be in a fight? I'm like, be in a fight. I passed out watching a fight. Like I saw when I saw it, and I was like, I think he just I he got his ear. So I got up. I got up. And maybe it was just I'd been sitting on the couch watching the fight, and I got up and I, <laughs> I went down. I was like, all right, well, 
I don't think I'm cut out for the fight game. Uh, you played college football, DJ. You no, had nobody worse than that. Nobody bit my ear when well, we were I playing college that. football. But uh, yeah, no, that was I just seeing somebody's flesh get eaten. I was not prepared for that. I did not. Uh, I think I probably had a, a few too many uh, chicken wings and uh, and sliders and was not equipped to handle somebody's ear getting uh, bitten. So I, I, yeah, I went down like a box of rocks. Yeah. It's nor it's not something you're normally prepared for. I no. would agree. I, I was watching the same fight and I'm like, did that really just happen? Yeah. All right. We're going to start today uh, on DJ football. As you can see on the screen there with the two and O imposters and the O and two imposters. So I'm going to give DJ all the two and O's. He tells me imposter, not imposter. Is this a team that is in this for the long haul or have they just gotten lucky to be two and O uh, we will start at the AFC and a team that is near and dear to my heart. The Miami Dolphins have started with two road wins. You saw one of those in person. Imposter or not at 2-0? Uh, they're not an imposter, no. I mean, I feel like it's saying, using the word not, I feel like I'm saying something negative here. But, uh, okay. uh, yeah. Let's go. Let's, can we go real or real? Can I change this real time? Real, yeah, real, absolutely. Fake or real, real or we, fake? We, you know, this I feel is like that just gives it more of a positive not NFL Network budget, so I can't change the graphics on the fly. <laughs> uh, so Miami Dolphins, real or fake at two and up? Yeah, they're real. They're real. Okay. The offense is real. The defense is still finding its way with Vic. They're they're going to be really. They're going to be there in the end, no question. I saw today, and I follow a lot of Dolphins people. There was Joe Shad of the Palm Beach Post that covers yeah. Miami, seventh and uh, seventh against the pass without Jalen Ramsey. I mean, that is that is a credit to what Vic Fangio has had to do to kind of work around a a a. Uh, makeshift secondary is probably a bad term, mm -hmm. but your makeshift at one of the corners and to still be seventh against the pass, having played Justin Herbert already. I mean, mm -hmm. that says something, I think. Yeah. I mean, although we talked about it last week, I mean, in that game against the chargers, it was simply, yeah, you can rush for 200 plus yards. Go ahead. Yeah. We're not going to ever adjust to that. And you, anyways, that, that is litigating the past. I won't go back there, but they're finding their way to the winner circle and Tua is playing at a, at an elite level. He's playing at a tank for Tua level for sure. <laughs> That's right. There's a reason they tanked for him. No doubt. Baltimore is two and oh, real, not real. The Ravens in that division. I'll say, I'm going to say it's barely real. Barely so I'm real. Cheating right. your game. I'm cheating. No, 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 game. no. No, but, but that's I, for me, I think it's more real than fake because okay. they're doing something that Harbaugh coach teams, both at the collegiate level and the NFL level, have mastered, which is even when you're not playing great, even when you're trying to figure things out you win games because they just right. know how to win. And so that's why I'd say they're they're going to stack up enough wins. They're going to be a playoff team. So to me, I'd say real, but uh, but not the most real of this list. So I am out of AFC teams. I mean, it's pretty wild, right? We're, yeah. we're, we're, how about <laughs> we're, that? We're, we're two weeks in, and I've given you two AFC teams at 2-0, and we're done. We're out of them. Yeah. So we're going to move to the NFC. Now, I'm going to ask you to be a little brief on Dallas. As you can see in the rundown, we're going to talk more about mm -hmm. Dallas a little bit later, but – Real or not real, Dallas at 2-0. Yeah, that's real. That's yeah. no-brainer. Yeah. yeah, it is. Philadelphia, they just went to the Super Bowl. They're 2-0. Yeah, they're, they're, they're real. Again, still figuring it out, but that front is just going to get better and better defensively. So, I mean, you're, you're just seeing these young guys kind of emerge. Now, they have – I think you'll see Howie Roseman make a move uh, at either the linebacker position or the safety position. I think they'll add uh, something along the way in the season. He always does that. He sees you know what's, what needs tinkering and toying with. Um, and we'll address that. So I, I don't think they're where they need to be uh, at the second and third level of the defense. But, man, they're front seven outside of corners. They're excellent. And offensively, they're going to score. There's another team at 2-0 in that division. They played a super weird they've, – they've had two weird games, really. No. They, they trailed Arizona for a lot of the game. They end up winning and beating the Cardinals in week one. 
Then they go to Denver, get down, come back, then give up a Hail Mary, and it comes down to a yeah. two-point conversion to force overtime, which then they stop. The commanders at 2-0, and o, is that real or fake? It's it's fake, but it's fun. So <laughs> let, let's let's go with that. Let's go with that. That's a positive spin on it. They're competitive, and they're fun, and they're winning games. They're 2-0. and o, Haven't played a murderer's row schedule here by any stretch. But you're seeing signs from Sam Howell that get you excited. Um, and then, you know, look, two wins is two wins. You, you don't, uh, you don't fake your way to two wins, but I think in terms of the division, they're still behind Dallas. They're still behind Philadelphia. Um, and, and with the giants, I think the giants have more, have more to work with offensively. So I'm going to say it's, it's fun, but it's fake. Uh, honest to goodness. I'm watching the end of that game. I think the whole country was, I think it was the last game of the late no. slate that was going. And I'm like, I don't think Russ Wilson could get it to the end zone. I mean, I like, they're, I don't know what they're going to throw a Hail Mary here. Why are they not running like a hook and lateral or something like that? I don't yeah. think he can get the ball to the end zone. And he didn't, he but did, it worked. He didn't need to. He didn't need to. Yeah. yeah Volleyball. Bump set, bump set spike, man. That, that's what happened. Absolutely. And then the two-point conversion you miss. You almost feel like it's just destiny at that point. If I had a Hail you know, Mary, I'm you, know, you know what I was thinking of? I was, hey, he's a single short of the cycle. Uh, that's it you just need the single you did all the hard work that's right i know exactly can't can't ever get the single all right there are three two and oh teams in another division the nfc south that which i I thought would be the worst division in football i don't know i remember us talking about it and uh one of them is a big surprise so let's start with that surprise tampa is a surprising two and oh there were some speculating that they might be challenging arizona for that number one overall pick and all they've done is win, uh, win a game the first two weeks yeah, I thought they had too many good players to be in the mix for the for the first overall pick, um, but I did not think we would see what we've seen thus far, which is Baker's playing pretty well. Uh, Baker's comfortable to the point where when you watched it with Mike Evans, I wanted to see how Mike had such a big game. Baker's thrown with a lot of anticipation, which tells me two things. Number one, he's confident in himself, and he believes and trusts in who he's throwing the ball to. They're going to be where they're supposed to be. So he plays like that. He's also giving you just a couple of those college Baker plays where he's scrambling around and – make it a little magic happen. So um, defensively, when you've got Shaq Barrett and you've got Vita Vea, um, uh, Tryon Shoinka is starting to come around. I mean, they've, they've got a lot of quality players. So I'm going to say they're they're a real 2-0. Like this feels like a, you know, I don't know if they're going to win this division, but it feels like this is a, a wild card caliber team in the NFC this year. Also in that division, the Saints are just winning ugly. Uh, they yeah. won very ugly against Tennessee in week one. The Monday night game against Carolina was kind of an ugly game, but they're 2-0. Ugly, pretty, it doesn't really matter. There are no pictures on the scorecard. Yeah. They are still 2-0, real or not real? Uh, they're real. They're, they're who they I thought they would be. I mean, I, I don't think that they're a you know a Super Bowl caliber team. I don't think they're in the class of some of the, you know, if we're talking about the way Dallas has looked, Philadelphia um, and, and, and the Niners, like kind of that upper echelon group in the NFC, I don't put them there. But to me, yeah, they're they're a they're a lower end playoff team. That's who I thought they were: high floor, low ceiling, and that's what they look like. And also in that division, Atlanta, after the win over Carolina in Week One, it was Bryce Young's first start, and yeah. Atlanta didn't play particularly well offensively. But Bryce Young gave them two interceptions. Then they come from behind to beat Green Bay. That one got my attention now because I thought Green mm-hmm. Bay looked really good against the Bears in Week One. They go to Atlanta, have the lead, lose the lead. Atlanta wins late. They're two and zero. I know it, we thought it was a bad division. Is this a real two and zero or a fake two and zero? Um, this is this is this is. I'm going to split my vote. This okay. is a this is a real two and zero, but I don't know at the quarterback position if they're good enough to. Yeah, to it's, it's it. really all they're missing on offense. Isn't so it? answer me this. I, I brought okay. this up the other day. 
it's been mentioned that I feel like every time the Vikings play, every time the Jets play this year, we're going to hear right. it. Kirk Cousins, Jets, no-brainer, make it happen. The Vikings, reset, you're not going to be yep. there next year. Right. I could make a case that the Falcons, even maybe even more so, um, because of what their division looks like. And I know they've got these three 2-0 teams. The Falcons are at the top of the division. The NFC is is pretty wide open. And I would put their skill talent up against just about anybody. Crazy. Not even the NFC, the league. They, they are yeah. loaded. And Bijan looks like he looks like Ladanian Tomlinson 2.0. He is yeah. awesome. And, and a really good, got, a really good offensive coach in Arthur Smith, too. It's not like yes. they've got some defensive coordinator trying to coach this yes. stuff. Arthur Smith knows offense. And I and and I, look, I to me at the quarterback position. I love Ritter. He's a great. He's a great dude. He's going to work hard. He's smart. He's just not ready yet for what they are potentially uh, able to do. They they should be able to be a double digit win team this year if they just get a, a little bit more from the quarterback position. So that's why I say I think the overall record is real because the talent is real. But that's that's my one sticking yeah, point. They've got I'm a limitation, about. obviously, at quarterback. Yeah. And and uh, Scott Forrester, our director of video says he's a big Falcons fan. He's like, just give me Brock Purdy. I mean, that's all I ask for is Brock Purdy. If we Brock, Brock, Brock Purdy, Purdy, look at the Brock Purdy box scores every week. It's just, it's 19 for 27 for 230. That's all they need. Nope. That's all they need. And he's like, with those weapons, if I just had Brock Purdy, we're fine. And yep. uh, he's, he's got Drake London to get it to, Kyle Pitts to get it to, turn around and hand and it to John open. Robinson. Yeah. And they're open. You, yeah. you get, I always love when you get to the top of the drop and you freeze it. I'm like, ooh, you can go here, you can go here, you can go there. Like, they, <laughs> they got dudes. That's like, I don't know if you've seen that freeze frame. Now, it's a freeze frame, so you don't know what's just outside the frame. Yeah. Yeah. But it's Justin Fields in the pocket, and there's a wide-open guy like 15 yards in the you know uh, on the hash. There's yeah. another receiver. He's run a curl. He's open, and the catcher says, this, this resulted in a sack. And you look at that, and you're like, how did he get sacked there? I yeah. mean, you've got a wide – that's as, two guys as open as you're ever going to get them in the NFL. Yeah. No, so, and look, that's – that's one of those things that's hard to explain is that some yeah. guys just don't see it. They just don't mm. see it. Uh, the final 2-0 team is obviously a real team, San Francisco. Yeah. Is there a chance they're better right now than where they finished the year last year? Well, I mean, coming off last week, it wasn't just a thrashing of the Rams, and those division games are going to be competitive and close. But I, I do think that they are um, – I'm trying to think of the best way to put it. They're they're like a golfer right now that's winning the tournament and they haven't even taken the driver out of the bag. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they kind of just they're just gonna kind of cruise. They're gonna cruise their way uh, through this season and then and then I think there's another level they can even tap into. Yeah. I will say, watching them in Week One against Pittsburgh, I was like, that is a dominant defense. Yes. Now it's a good defense, but Pittsburgh's offense is awful. So yeah, yeah I think. I think everybody's going to maybe have one of their better defensive days when they're playing Kenny Pickett in Pittsburgh, but still, yeah. that's a really good defense. It's a good defense. Last week, I think, you know, and Puka Nakua had, you know, a zillion catches and a zillion yards, but he averaged <laughs> like crazy. nine yards a catch. Yeah. They didn't give up a pass play over 20 yards. So you're not going to methodically move the ball up and down against them. It's just not going to happen. All right. It is DJ Football. He's Daniel Jeremiah, NFL Network Analyst, and uh, at Move the Sticks on Twitter is where you find him. Our show presented each week by mybookie.ag. Code next round when you sign on to mybookie.ag. That deposit bonus of uh, as little as $50 gets you our deposit of as little as $50 gets you a bonus up to $200 with mybookie.ag when you use code next round. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere. Mybookie.ag. Code next round. Also, lanceslike.com. Lance has been red hot in football, coming off a 7 2 and 1 weekend against the spread in the NFL. So he saw things clearly in week two of the NFL, winning weekend in foot, college football as well. You can jump on now with uh, single-day packages, weekly packages, monthly packages, full-season packages. 
Get the winners at lanceslike.com and make a pay at mybookie.ag. All right, the other side of the coin, the 0-2s, we'll start back at the AFC. Look, New England, they've had to open the season against Philadelphia and Miami. It's been kind of the same game both times. They've fallen behind big, and they fought back and made it a game at the end. I'm always going to have faith in Bill Belichick. This is not vintage Bill Belichick, but when I say 0-2 imposter or not, I don't know how we want to word it on this yeah. side of it, but what are they? All right, we're going to go um... – Gosh, I don't want to say dead or alive. That seems kind of harsh. Um, uh, are we uh, hopeful or uh, uh, or not? I will say I don't have a ton of hope that this team is going to be a playoff team. Yeah, if that's I mean, the what, bar that we're setting. Yeah, I don't, I don't see that. What? Um, I mean, what, obviously, I watched them very closely Sunday night against my Dolphins. Yeah. And, and I don't know football like you. It seems like Mac Jones can be a good quarterback. Um. They're good at running back. I, they just don't seem to have a whole lot for him to throw to, though. Is that, no. is that a pretty good assessment? There's nobody. And we said this – I think we said this on the first episode. Like, one of the hardest jobs in the NFL this year is the guy who runs the gift shop in New England. Like, who? what jerseys are you selling there? Like, right, who are the, exactly. Who are, who are yeah. the stars that we're working with? And, you know, it's not just a star league. Trust me, as a Padre fan, I understand that in sports. You need more than just stars. <laughs> but they don't, have, they don't have guys that can consistently win. And yeah. I don't think that Mac has the arm talent um, to be able to live in a mailbox world, you know, in other words, like if the windows are mailbox size, they're going to have a tough time. If they're window size, okay, he's, he's fine. He'll be good. And right now they don't have the guys that can get the type of separation to give him some of those throws. And they're throwing it yeah. a ton, by the way, uh, they, that, that, that should not be the formula for them, but they're getting down early in these games. They're having to chuck it. Yeah, I guess that's why they are throwing so much, right? Because he had 50. No. I can't remember how many he had against the Dolphins. But he had Two weeks in a row. Attempts. Yeah. 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 And and you watch the game and you hear a guy like Collinsworth say, Ramon J. Stevenson is the best player on this offense. And I'm like, but mm -hmm. they can't ever use him because they're having to play no. from behind so much. Yeah, it's not a great formula. And I don't know. When you when you just look inside this division and, you know, we'll see. We don't know what the Jets are yet. I think that's to, to be determined. But, man, the, the other two, they've still got to get those guys another time. So, uh I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't have the look of a playoff team in the AFC this year. The way it's loaded. Uh, Cincinnati. You you referenced the Burrow injury. The fact that he's playing mm -hmm. a little bit banged up right now. They're zero and two, but I've seen them the last two seasons. It's hard to believe that's a real thing. Them being zero and two. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm moderately concerned. I mean, just is is Joe going to have to nurse this thing through the whole year? Is he going to miss a couple games along the way? You don't want to bury yourself here. I mean, zero and two is not great. They can recover from that. You don't want to look up and be one and four, um, and then they finally get it going, but it's too late. So I'll say I'm concerned a little bit there, but it's not uh, definitely not the panic button time there. When you look at this list, and I'm looking at the same list you're looking at, Ryan, like the, the Cincinnati and the Chargers, to me, just in terms of a talent standpoint, yeah. the 0 2s, they jump off compared to everybody else. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll talk. We'll skip Houston, obviously. Yeah. You know, when you yeah, replace yeah, a coach, when you're drafting early, I know what they are. They're an 0 yeah. two team that's just they're fighting. I love D'Amico. That they got an uphill climb, but let's their, talk their, their whole their whole thing is not wins this year. Like their yeah. whole thing is just they're just the quarterback gets a little bit better. I don't care if they don't win a game. If the quarterback gets a little bit yeah. better each week, and then at the end of the year, you're like, you know, you have an answer. Yes, we can go forward with him. That's a win. Yeah. But out in that division in the AFC West, you got two 0 2 teams, Denver and the Chargers. I want to talk about yeah. the Chargers because, I mean, this seems like the formula every single year. It's a bunch of close games. They win some of them, they lose some of them. And week 16, 17, and 18, they're fighting tooth and nail to make it into the playoffs. It feels like I get this Chargers team every single year. 
I've been calling their games as my sixth year. Right. And I almost it almost feels a little bit like Groundhog Day, where every week it's the same thing. And it wins some, lose some, but it is down to the fourth quarter. I know. It, it is uh the nice thing is like I guess they say you burn more calories when you stand up than when you sit down. So <laughs> the calling charger games is great for a fitness standpoint because you're, you're standing weight. up standing up the whole game uh as it comes down to the end. They have uh I mean, they they are what five points away from being two and zero. So they they have everything that they need. They have not played clean, um, and it's it's literally two plays one game, two plays the next game, and that's how you're zero and two. So um, it's a man. You talk about a pressure packed week this week. Minnesota zero and two. Who will get to um, the Chargers zero and two? What is it in wrestling? What do they call it? like a loser leave town? The, lo- the loser leave town. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what that feels like. Yeah, it does feel like a loser leave town. I, w- I was going to ask you, though, just real quick, because, look, I mean, Tua had an incredible night uh, afternoon mm-hmm. against the Chargers. You could swallow that, right? Yeah. I mean, Tua's got potential to be an elite quarterback in this league. But to see the way Tannehill played week one and then played against the Chargers, that one had to be a little bit more difficult to uh, to get down. Yeah, and he's played against, you know, even going back to when you watch him in Miami, he's always played good against the Chargers. Yeah. He's 20 of 24 in that game. Yep. Which you you know the numbers don't blow you away in terms of the yards, but he ran two huge explosives. They yep, had like sixty plus yards, uh, one to Traylon Burks and and one to Westbrook, the former Indiana wideout. And those are coming against four man rushes, and they're two man routes basically. They get the back out late, but they're in a seven man protection, so they're hoping they're going to get you crowded up, and you're going to be sending a run blitz. You're going to be you know, up near the line of scrimmage, and they're going to try and get you over the top. They're rushing four, dropping seven, and still getting one on ones with no help, and uh, and home run balls. So literally, like those two plays, and and you let you leave there saying, okay, Tannehill threw for you know under 200 yards, and we did a decent job against Derrick Henry, but you don't get to throw out the plays; those count. So that's uh, that's been kind of their deal, man. It's uh, a couple plays here and there every week. Boy, if I'm a Denver fan, uh, I, I saw a stat, and I wish I could remember who to credit this stat to, but I think there were three – there were only all of last season three 18-point comebacks, and there were two Sunday. Mm-hmm. One of them happened to Denver, where they get up 21-3 to Washington, and you have to start feeling like, okay, here's the Sean Payton we thought we hired, here's the offense we thought we were getting, and then it just fell apart on Denver. They are 0-2. Is that real or fake? Um. I'm going to say it's real. I think they've earned those losses um, with, with how they've played. And outside of the Hail Mary, that one, you know, obviously isn't as close there at the end. But uh, I still think this is – if we're going to put ranges on it, like look at the bumpers for this team. Yeah. Like this th- – doesn't this feel like this is a six to eight win team? Like there's enough yeah, talent yeah. there. Like yeah. maybe maybe we could go five on the low end. Maybe they get to – I can't see them winning, winning more than nine games. It just feels like that's the seven and ten team. Just what it looks like. Yeah. What about Minnesota? You mentioned uh, that just a moment ago. Chargers and Vikings mm-hmm. in the early window on Fox this week, and uh, one team's going to be zero and three. I, I don't know what the new numbers are, but before the expanded playoffs, I think you had an eight percent shot of making the playoffs historically if you started zero and three. I mean, your your chances of being in the playoffs almost depend on you at that point being in a crappy division where yeah. you know you come back and win a division at you know back in the day you could win it at you know nine and seven maybe. Now it would be 10 and 7. So um, this this is a hugely important game for these two teams. I mm-hmm. I believe the Chargers are an imposter at 0-2, like you talked about. Mm-hmm. I kind of believe Minnesota's really 0-2, though. I kind of believe that's who they are. Well, this is <laughs> everything comes back to the Padres. You, you, you're around me long <laughs> enough, you're going to realize this, okay? I, I apologize. It just does. 
it's on my brain. I mean, golly, every day there's another. Uh, it's it's me and the dolphins. Man, they me, are. I know it's me and the dolphins. But if you are a law of averages person, right, and as somebody who's followed the Padres, all those historically great players, they all had bad years in one year. It gives me hope that the next year it's all going to flip. That's just the law of averages. Last year, the Minnesota Vikings winning all these close games, like it just feels like this is. This is just the, what was going to happen. There's no way that was going to continue. I know. And now it's kind of gone the other way. And now you can go from being a playoff team to a team that you look up and like, gosh, is it possible this team could have like a top five pick at the end of the year? Is that possible? And you're like, yeah. well, I don't, you know, look, you look inside that division. Chicago's not any good. So that's their, that's their saving grace there. That, that's an 0 2. We don't even have to talk yeah, about them. No good. Yep. Yeah. But, but, you know, when you look at the other two teams, like they're, you can make a case they're the, yep. clearly the third team. It's weird. I mean, I remember last year when they were playing so well, and I kept saying on the show, I go, guys, this Minnesota team is a house of cards. I do not yeah. know how they're doing this. Don't know how yeah. they're doing it. And then somebody was, what they end up with, 13 wins, or was it 12 last year? Whatever it was. It was, yeah, it was a big number. Yeah. Big number. And somebody's like, you don't get to that many wins by being a house of cards in the NFL. And I said, well, let's let's watch the playoffs. If, if, yeah, they, if they're in the NFC Championship game, yeah. And then the Giants come in and beat them yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't think – I, I think that that's indicative of kind of who they are right now. Now yeah. let's let's uh, let's revisit after this next week. I'll go see him in person. Maybe I change my tune. <laughs> Carolina and Arizona are zero two. I don't think that comes as a huge no. surprise to anybody. Especially I will Arizona. say Arizona though. Tip of the cap. Yeah, they've been more competitive than I thought. Yeah, I mean, I think Jonathan. All right, it always comes back to the Dolphins with me. It's kind of like the year they brought Brian Flores in yeah. to tank for Tua. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We want you to finish dead last. And they ended up winning five games. And mm -hmm. that was a pretty impressive feat. Um, Jonathan Gannon has done a nice job. I mean, they may have brought him in to not win any games, but they didn't mm -hmm. tell him that it doesn't look like. No. Yeah. They play hard and they, yeah. they're playing some young guys. So, you know, there was a, you know, when they made the trade with the linebacker, um, uh, Isaiah Simmons, and then mm -hmm. you're kind of, he's had a couple hundred yards, uh, hundred tackle seasons. He's talented. He's young. Like, gosh, that was kind of a head scratcher. And you're like, man, they're they're really kind of running at the bottom. And then I and I don't know his particular situation. Maybe there just wasn't buy-in there. But it, the amazing thing is, young players, when you're playing a bunch of first and second year guys, they didn't get the memo on uh, on what maybe the, the the bigger picture is there. They're just going to go out there and play really really hard. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to convince NFL players to lose football games on purpose, right? Yeah, no question. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, it is DJ football, and it is presented each week by MyBookie.ag. Code next round when you sign on there at MyBookie.ag. Sign on bonus of up to two hundred dollars with any initial deposit of fifty dollars or more. They also have the parlay deal where. Let's say you play a three-leg parlay. First two legs are in the house. You don't want to stay up for the late Sunday night game or Monday night football. You could cash out and use that elsewhere at mybookie.ag. That's all when you use promo code next round. Promo code next round at mybookie.ag. Also, don't forget Roback Clothing, roback.com, code TNR20 at checkout, TNR20 at checkout for your first purchase. We'll take 20% right off there at roback.com. Great hoodies and quarter zips for the cooler weather coming in and great golf gear all summer long, roback.com. Code TNR20. All right, up next, DJ, comma, does Dallas? It's a question. It's it's not an old movie title. Uh, does Dallas have what it takes to be a championship contender, DJ? I asked that question for this reason. They play the two New York teams, which are not very good, it doesn't appear, this year, yep. especially with one of those without Aaron Rodgers. And they got Arizona next, who we know is not very good. So we're going to be three weeks in. This team will not have been heavily tested but when you watch the film, do you see a championship caliber team in Dallas? I do um, from the standpoint of this this defense since Dan Quinn got has got there has played at a really high level in terms of turnovers and sacks. They've been excellent in that. 
So that's that's got a long track record well beyond the two games that we've seen this year. Micah Parsons' track record in the league thus far well established. We know he's you know, more than likely the best defensive player in all football. Right. So that's could all. A, as we talked about when we could almost play all 11 positions out there. Correct. And then I would say, so the questions that I had were on the offensive line. They've got mm -hmm. some age. They've got some, uh, you know, some younger, some newer players. Zach Martin was held, held out camp. How is that going to impact them? Is he going to be ready to go? Um, that was my concern. And then also with that, how Dak was going to play. You know, because we he turned the ball over too much last year. So when you go up against it was the Giants week one, right? If I'm not mistaken, mm -hmm. and then obviously, was, and obviously yeah. we saw him this last week go up against the Jets defense that's really talented, especially a front that's loaded. Um, and they held up physically fine in those, and Dak played really, really well. So I, I think to me, you could say about the opponent, but I think those two defenses that they played are really, really good, and they could make you look bad. And I thought Dak's playing at a really high level. So with Dak, to me, it's quarterback and pass rush. Right? Well, I'm going to say this every week on here. Like, how do you win a championship in college or the NFL? It doesn't matter. It's the same formula. You better have really good quarterback play, be good on the line of scrimmage, and especially on the defensive line of scrimmage, you got to be able to rush the quarterback. And they're, they do all those things really well. They're getting pretty consistent production also out of Tony Pollard as, as, as the back. You know, I watch Ezekiel Elliott play for yeah. – the Patriots, and that was their high dollar back, and now he's gone, and you got Tony yeah. Pollard in there, and it's almost like the whole storyline you get with running backs in the NFL. Tony Pollard, you could pay him much less than Ezekiel Elliott, and really, what are you missing? Until until it's Rico Daddle time, and then Rico Daddle comes in there and does some good things, and then Deuce Vaughn. It really yeah. has it, and I, I hate I hate the injury to to Chubb. I do not want to see. Obviously, it's brutal. Yeah. But when we look at the conversation of running backs that took place over the offseason, and here we are, we're two weeks into the season. Austin Eckler's missed a game. Chubb's out for the season. Saquon, Saquon Barkley's hurt. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's just a tough position to navigate through and stay healthy, and the longevity question exists for a reason. Uh, when you start talking elite receivers in this league and you talk about Justin Jefferson, uh, Tyreek Hill, Cooper Cup, how, how long do I talk before I get to C.D. Lamb? Not far from me. I mean, yeah. I go back to that draft, and he was my favorite of that group to watch. I mean, I, I he's a pure route runner. He gives you run after catch. He can go up and play above the rim. Like, he is a true number one who can do everything you want to do. He's just not going to get the same, you know. He got a zillion targets last year. I think the way they're, they're running the ball a little bit better now, and they're they're playing better team ball, so they're not going to have to throw it quite as much. But that I think he had six or seven explosives in that game against the Jets, who have a really good secondary. So he's yeah. There's not many names on that list above him. Cardinals this week, Patriots next week, but then a couple of weeks from now on the Sunday night game, we get them against the 49ers. Hey um, now, yeah, let's circle that one. That'll be a fun. That game could to watch. you know that could do a Colorado Colorado State number on TV. I'm telling you right there, there's a chance. <laughs> Colorado, Colorado State, one of the most watched college games of the year. Is that unbelievable? unbelievable? It is nuts. Nine million people watching. There'll be 29 million people watching Cowboys Two of 49ers. Us. The best thing was, I, by the way, I'll give you a little uh, peek behind the curtain. So I come downstairs. I'm in Nashville for the Chargers game at Team Hotel. Come downstairs in the morning to get breakfast. And, and usually a bunch of us, it's you know on the broadcast side or different people in the personnel department. We just go grab a coffee. Right. And and you go down there and everybody looks like they're just like this. They can't even keep their eyes open. And I'm like, and literally be like, did you stay up and watch that whole game? Yeah, I stayed up and watched the whole yeah. game. Oh, <laughs> it was like almost two o'clock in the morning. I saw the stat earlier today. There were still eight and a half million people watching at 2 a.m. Eastern, 1 a.m. Central at the end of that yeah. game. Couldn't eight turn it off. Yeah, couldn't Not turn it off. 
nuts. I've never seen it. Well, I shouldn't say I've never seen a team get 180 yards of penalties, but um, I haven't seen many get 180 yards of penalties. <laughs> Still had a chance to win the game. Couldn't yeah. believe he didn't go for two at the end. You got to go. I know he had end. been on the gas pedal the whole day and every yep. way you could be on the gas pedal. And then yep. he doesn't go for two. And then they play soft coverage once they pinned him deep and change what they were doing. Ah, now yep. they're here there. Yeah, that's not NFL. We talk NFL with DJ that's football, right. Daniel Jeremiah. Give that to Brock. We let Brock <laughs> do all that work. It is presented by mybookie.ag. Code next round when you sign up for mybookie.ag. Get that sign on bonus of up to $200 on any initial deposit of $50 or more. MyBookie.ag, code next round for that. MyBookie.ag, code next round. And don't forget to sign up for Lance's Lock before going to MyBookie.ag. Get the winners every single weekend coming off a 7-2-1 against the spread uh, in his 10 NFL plays over the weekend. Another winning weekend in college football as well. And it starts again on Thursday night. My, uh, Lance'sLock.com, daily, weekly, monthly, even season-long packages at Lance'sLock.com and MyBookie.ag. Finally, you see a lot more AFC than you do NFC. Hold, hold on, Ryan. Hold on. I, I've got to call this out right now. Okay, this please. Is, this, this, this needs to be rectified. I Where my office is, right next to the front door, okay? So I see this every day. We have uh, the mail service comes here. All right. Uh, U, UPS delivers here. Correct. Delivers here. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yet, I have yet to see any next round gear uh, on my front porch. I'm looking at this beautiful, uh, is, it a, is it a sweatshirt? Is it a quarter zip? Uh, that's, I can't it's tell. a quarter zip. We got an Adidas yeah. quarter zip here. Yeah. yeah that's a good, mm-hmm. that's good looking, uh, that's a good looking apparel right there. But I uh, check the porch every day and I yep, have yet yep. to see anything show up. Well, um, you know, it turns out we do have your mailing address and um, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll get some of that out to you. Absolutely. Okay. okay. It's an oversight on our part. I didn't There's mean no to interrupt you. I didn't didn't mean to interrupt you, no, but I just no. want to make sure you're aware of where yes. we were. Honestly. Very, very acutely aware now that uh, that in San Diego we've we've delivered very little. I gear, mean, it, so it's good. like it's getting cold. It's like 72 outside right now. I mean, it's <laughs> bristling. It's, it's going to be winter soon. It might hit the 60s. <laughs> uh, so we'll we'll get you taken care of. I promise you yeah, that. I appreciate that. All right. So you see way more AFC than NFC. I ask you to do your yeah. top five AFC teams. We're through two weeks, so. You know, a lot can change, obviously, but we'll check in on both the AFC and the NFC as we go through the year. Let's start with number five. If you'll do me a top five in the AFC from what you've seen so far, who is your number five? This is the hard part is getting to number five. Yeah. The, the four the four I feel good about. Okay. Um, it's just there's been so many lopsided games. Like the South, there's nobody in the South that you would you would put not, in there. Not at all. Nope. Um I look the in the in the West, you're not gonna put the Raiders in there. No, they um, just got shelled by Buffalo and Buffalo. So I again it to me the decision comes down to, you know, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, and we just saw them play each other and and Pittsburgh won. Cleveland lost Chubb. I'm going to pretend like I never saw the 49ers-Steelers uh, game. So I'm going to reluctantly put Pittsburgh at five. Man. That's where we are. We're going to put the 0-2 Bengals. I can't put the 0-2 Chargers, I mean, the 0-2 Bengals on there. They won yeah, a game. But, I know they haven't won a game, but I've seen Pittsburgh play. I, I know. I'm saying the same thing. They have a dominant yeah. defense, though. And then, then it's like, okay, well, the Jets – Jets have, you know, I've seen them play a dominating game, and I've seen them get their butts kicked. It's the same exact thing I've seen with Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, So here's what I'll say about that. I mean, the Pittsburgh, he may not be the best defender in the NFL, but he's in the discussion. And that is a – that yeah, TJY, that is a game changer, obviously. Yeah. So I'm going to get through my five, and then you're going to tell me who you would have put in that five hole instead of Pittsburgh. Uh, Okay, all right. So we're going to go Pittsburgh at five, all right? Yep, I got Buffalo at four. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I mean, looks so good. Uh, I mean, week one, they just slopped around against the Jets on that fine, Monday night man. game. They, they, I, they, I would say, you could say they lost that game more than the Jets won it. Like you, you I, I would agree. I mean, Josh Allen was just so careless with the football. And then he, he, turns, it down. Yeah, he turns back around against the Raiders, and that's almost never a ball game against, uh, against Vegas there. 100%. So I've got them there. I've got Baltimore at three. Now, it's an ugly three. Not, not the most dominant three, but they've had mm-hmm. a lot of injuries and they just know how to win football games. And I think you're going to see the quarterback get more comfortable and more comfortable each week So with, yeah. with Monken. So I've got Baltimore at three. All right. Kansas, Kansas City's at two. They're a, they're a one-on-one team. They, they, right. did not, they didn't play good at all against Jacksonville. 17. Like, they only scored 17 points and they had Kelsey back. I mean, that was everybody was like, oh, when Kelsey gets back, they'll be fine. They yeah. actually scored when less they, against Jacksonville they, than they did against Detroit. But nobody thought the defense would be this good. Defense yeah. has been awesome two weeks in a row. Yeah, but so, it feels like a, it feels like a team that's not going to have the dominant offense they've had in the past, and they may have to I've rest on that this, defense. I've a say bit more. This, I say this every year. I, I say it every year. They lost this guy. They lost that offensive lineman. They lost Tyreek Hill. Let's look up in six weeks, and we'll go. Oh well, they're they're fine. I, I, what, they're they're still up there. What was it you said week one? Unless Andy Reid retires and the bus doesn't deliver Patrick Mahomes to the stadium, <laughs> yes. they're fine, right? <laughs> that's, that's, that's what it is. So okay, and then I've got and I, this is not pandering, just what we've seen two quality wins i've got the miami dolphins number one denver coming to town and then they'll get buffalo in week four um, yeah miami about a touchdown favorite over denver and obviously i mean you know they've done it several different ways the defense played a little bit better against new england and uh you know bill belichick put sometimes had three safeties back there he's like the one thing that's not going to happen is tyree kill blowing the top off this defense yeah. and miami was patient with it ran raheem mostert he had a good game so i mean it shows you they can win multiple in multiple ways so circle back. Who, okay, who are you five. putting over Pittsburgh at five? I mean, I just – I can't put – I'd almost put Cincinnati there, and I know – no, I'd put the Chargers there. The Chargers are a better team than Pittsburgh. The Chargers are a better, I, I better would, team I, than I, I, I would agree with that. But to me, it's like, golly, you got to have – I mean, it's if we're going into the trial and they're like, well, would you like to present your evidence? I'm like, I don't have a win. Like, it's hard to yeah. – it's just hard to argue. But I they just, have – they are more talented. They're a more yeah. complete team. They've played – They've played more consistently. They haven't won, but they've been more consistent through two weeks. It's just I, you got to win a game before you can crack the top five, don't you? I get it. I get it. But but I mean, look, I know God love Trent Dilfer lives here yeah. in my town now. I know he took a team to a Super Bowl, but he was better than Kenny Pickett has been, and that was no, the maybe best, maybe the best defense we've ever seen in that Ravens defense. You knew it yeah. well. Um, I just I don't know. That that Pittsburgh defense is not good enough to carry Kenny Pickett. Well, a team they they're not going to have a losing record. It's Mike Tomlin. Well, they never do. They never do. Never going to happen. So that's where the go, flo- you, you start you can't with go the floor there. anymore. Though you can't go five hundred. I know. Anymore. I know. But but he's going to be a one over. So okay. I, I still think that they'll they'll figure it out. They're not really running the ball well enough yet. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Matt Canada. That's going to be a conversation. Now, is he going to make it through the year? Uh, you can't. You're not firing Kenny Pickett. So. Matt Canada's got to try and figure out a way to get the offense going a little bit. Yeah, Najee Harris, uh, very disappointing start of the season. And yeah. uh, it's not all on him. He's obviously a very good running back. He's got the good blocking schemes, mm. all that. But you're right. They've struggled to run the football. It does not look like a Pittsburgh Steeler offense by no, any stretch of the imagination. But it looks yeah. like a Pittsburgh Steeler defense. It does. They they and they and better be good, my friend, because the margin for error for them is very, very low right now. All right. Correct. Correct. So Pittsburgh, Buffalo, 
Uh, Baltimore, Kansas City, and Miami. That's DJ's top yeah. five in the AFC. We'll do this. We'll, we'll do this exercise the exercise in the AFC four. next week. That's an official top, top four. And, top, uh, top four. Okay. Uh, yeah. uh, kind of cringe and then throw a team in the five hole. I hold my nose and take yeah. Pittsburgh. We'll yeah. do it with the NFC next week. DJ Football presented every single week by MyBookie.ag. Code next round when you sign on at MyBookie.ag. Get that sign-on bonus up to uh, $200 for any deposit of $50 or more. Also, Lance'sLog.com, 7-2-1. In his NFL weekend, and he will continue that all season long. Single day, full week, full season, full month packages, plenty of options there at mybookie.ag, code next round, and lanceslock.com. And also don't forget roback.com, code TNR20 at checkout to save 20% on your first order. All right, DJ, enjoy the Minnesota game. We'll see you next week. See you, buddy.